the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. Hey, this is Will Ferrell, and you're listening to The Rick and Bubba. This has been an elaborate hoax. It is six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Speedy, all number one here, Stretch Armstrong. Uh, helping out as well, and uh, and home studios, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, and welcome back for a brand new hour. Bill Bubba, the Bus- Rick and Bubba Show is Uh-oh. a federally protected trademark. We just thought you'd want to know. All, right. All yeah, rights reserved. Set the yeah. record straight. Well, that's we have thanks to- everybody for joining us. It is the Rick and Bubba Show, uh, pandemic edition. As we continue on DefCon Diffie, which is now in the dictionary. Yep. We will return to a designated survivor, a lone survivor, whatever we decide to call it, beginning next Monday. So let's talk a little bit uh, on the phones, and then I'll talk about this email I got uh, about uh, some things that may shift and change uh, going forward. But Anita says she wants to address this bizarre thing uh, in our state and in some of the other states in our country about the dangers of getting your hair cut. Uh, so Anita, why are we arbitrarily shutting them down when we're allowing other things to take place that we need practice to practice safety standards for as well? Anita, go ahead. Hi, Hi guys. Monkey grass. Thanks for the call. Appreciate that. Okay. So I'm pretty sure that the reason that the hair salons and barbershops are closed down is because whoever it is on governor Ivy's task force that's advising her that the liquor stores are essential and hair salons and barbershops are not, must be a bald-headed alcoholic. You know what? That may be it. <laughs> I never thought about that. That's a great point. Yeah, well, there's there's a lot of people that are saying when it's arbitrary like this, pay attention because there's a reason that, that the, your state government, your local government, and your federal government are picking winners and losers. Uh, probably the winners they pick benefit them in some way, shape, or form uh, and, and, and are putting more pressure uh, than the ones that are not being picked. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't help but think that because there's no consistency to it. Well, it doesn't hurt to ask questions. Uh, we continue. Uh, let's go to Tyler out of Oxford, Alabama. Tyler, go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. How are y'all doing? You're good, man. All right, I'll keep it kind of short. I know y'all are real busy. Um, major question I have is, is it wrong to kind of have the attitude where you go about your your life trying to be as very um, health conscious as possible, normal hygiene, washing hands, but also have the attitude, well, if I get the virus, I get the virus? Because, I mean, it, you know, they're not saying it, but I, I believe it's airborne. So, I mean, we, we've got a chance of getting it w- whether we're careful or not. So, I mean, how long do we keep the lockdown going before – we just up and say, hey, you either get it or you don't. Yeah, and that's we're going to have to get to that point. I agree with you. You certainly need to do everything you can do within you know reality, not uh, of minimizing getting the, the virus. So even if you get it and it's not going to kill you, I don't think any of us desire to get it, and you don't want to pass it on to people that it could kill. And, and, and we've made it clear we're going to have to isolate those that we know are the, 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 the most high uh, to have a detrimental uh, experience with it, and that's that's the elderly and those that are really sick. And we do our best to quarantine them as best we can. But the rest of us, yeah, that we're going to have to get to a point back to what we were saying weeks ago, and that is 
the there's risk involved in in having a free country uh, and a booming economy, and we have what was the word we used? Not calculated risk, but acceptable risk. Uh, yeah, uh, some people didn't it, like that term. But it's but true. That's what it is. It, it, we do it all the time. And so, and acceptable loss. Acceptable, acceptable loss. loss. Yeah, that was it. And and what we say acceptable, not that it's okay. It's it's just like when you know people talk about things in in the spiritual realm about pain and suffering. Look, it doesn't mean that it was a, a joyful experience and we're glad it happens, but it or, or it's wonderful. But it is a reality that that does take place. So to the the young man's point, you do the best you can, and you go out and you know and you and how about this? I don't know why we don't talk about the good news. The good news is that 99% of the people that even get the virus will not die. 99%. Yeah. So so then that and I like that number. Who likes 99? So then you get into the and then 80% of people who get it won't even have a rough time with it. I like 80. 80's good. I don't want to be yep. in the 20 and I don't want to be in the less than 1%, but nope. I I like those numbers. So if I do acceptable loss and calculated risk and all these things, there's things we do that don't have numbers near that good. I I, I like 99% chance to live, and I like 80% chance of not even being really sick. Uh, I like those numbers. And those, and those are numbers that we got from what? The thing we're told to look for, data, right? Not models. Yep. Yep. Now, we didn't get it from models, but we certainly, got, we, we certainly got it from follow the science. Okay. Well, the science tells me that I have a less than 1% of dying and I have an 80% chance of not even being really sick. I like that. Now, does that mean I run out there with no mask and no gloves and I don't continue to socially distance until we kind of get to the point where, you know, that we don't see cases hardly at all? No, I would do that. I'm, I'm going to minimize my risk, but I'm not going to stay at home for the rest of my life and let my business and my way to make a living, that shouldn't be taken away from me with those kind of numbers. It should not be happening, and it has to change. Well, and Rick, I don't know if this story is correct or not, but we we had been sent an email on it, and I'm trying to look into it, that one of the towns in our state, the city of Heflin, have asked for a uh, waiver for the restrictions. They're saying they haven't had a case in 22 days. They've met the national guidelines, and they are respectfully asking the governor to give them a waiver so they can go back to work because it's not affecting them the way it would say a Birmingham Huntsville or Montgomery. Right. Well, and that's the other thing you're right. And people are starting to do this too, because our country is very complex. I, I, I was talking with someone who was from Canada yesterday and they were having to educate their Canadian friends by saying, we only have 30 million people in, in a vastness Y'all are talking about a country that has three hundred and thirty something million, not thirty. They 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 nearly have a, you know they have a third of our population in one place, okay, and that's New York City. So so you, you you're, it's apples and oranges. So in in our country, to your point, Bubba, you have you have states, you have cities, and then you get down to what counties? There's no two counties that are the same. There's some counties where this has not been an issue. They got places shut down for absolutely no reason, none, and it's not right. It shouldn't be that way. Uh, we, you are to be able to function by what the reality of your situation actually is, not some blanket toss across a gigantic country that has raging varieties on, on the danger, but based on population, based on all sorts of things. 
these things should be handled at a local level, and they should be able to go about their business if their risk is practically zero. Uh, but we're all going to back to Tyler's point. But we're all going to have to go back to it, no matter what your risk is. Yep. I mean, I mean, it, it, to some point. Now, if you're someone who's on Social Security and you've already retired. Uh, and you're in the high-risk category, then there's no reason for you to change what you're doing. But the rest of the country has got to. We don't have a choice. Uh, so let's go to Shane in Alabama. Shane, go ahead. Did you say Shane? Yes, I did. Go ahead. Morning. Hey, but uh, how y'all doing today? We're good, Shane. We're good. All right. Uh, well, I just I had an idea. I thought it would be a great idea to uh, have that little bell ring every time you said arbitrary. <laughs> yeah. Well, the problem yeah. is we don't have it. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, where is oh, the bell? I got it. Where's the bell? It should be right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, we, we, well, well, we were that, that word. That word is a big word because it's going to be at the heart of a lot of legal proceedings coming up. I, oh yes, sir. Trust me on Enjoy that one. Enjoy the show. Thank you, buddy. First time caller, long time listener. Awesome. I appreciate that very much. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Arbitrary. We're going. We're going to learn that word loud and clear. When somebody goes, I don't think you can do it so arbitrarily. That, that's, uh, I don't know that that's, that's fair. Uh, we'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Things uh, that you need to know. If you missed yesterday's Bible study, it is now available on our YouTube channel and our podcast channel. There's also links on all of our social media platforms. We finished the Gospel of John yesterday, thirty-three weeks word for word. And if you haven't heard uh, the unpacking of chapter twenty-one, oh man, uh, go get. I was very, very uh, convicted, moved, and refined uh, working through that, and uh, getting a lot of feedback on it as well. So. You haven't heard it or seen it to uh, try to make plans to do so all right so now we get into rick and bubba rebuild the economy and i and i got um with some of the problems out there i got an email and bubba i know you've got uh, a solution you're going to share as well but this one i thought was interesting for the uh, little little panel to discuss team rick and bubba and that is will we see the return of things that were outdated but now that we need to social distance and people will now be terrified of all flu seasons to come could this be the return of the drive-in movie? Could drive-ins, uh-huh. you know, they went, they went away, they were huge. Yeah. Then they went away when Ooh. theaters were built and the, and the multi-cinemaplex <laughs> things. Then there was an attempt to do a nostalgia bring back, and that didn't really stick. I mean, there's a few that have survived, but the nostalgia thing didn't work. But now, could this be the return of the drive-in? You sit in your car and you watch movies out in big fields. Uh, with either a frequency on your radio or a speaker, will the drive-through come in and kick the cinemas back out again? Hmm. It may do it. Yep, the return of I, the drive-in. I don't know if Netflix and and some of this home delivery has stifled that forever, but that's a great idea. Uh, Rick, one of the areas, and and you may want to queue up Tim Wilson First Baptist Bar and Grill here, Rick. Mm-hmm. Uh, many of us have been concerned about the lack of churches being able to meet. Mm-hmm. And I know, uh, that, that crazy governor in Virginia yesterday was saying anybody caught meeting, uh, at a church with 10 or more people will be, uh, sentenced to a year in prison. Hey, this guy, this guy, man. We, and I, man. I know that just sounds El Bizarro. It does to me too. 
But how about this? What if we take a, and I want to thank Tim Wilson for this great idea. God rest his soul. We know, we know, and hear me out on this. Think about this now, pastors, all of you out there. We know the liquor stores are being allowed to stay open. So why don't we have our church service at the liquor store? Bubba, I mean, now now, this, we take, Mm. we take an essential place and we just say, I tell you what, we're going to follow the lead of the great Tim Wilson. And, and, and we're going to start to meet at the essential liquor store. We just have our church services there because it's deemed essential. So it's open. And, uh, and maybe some people hear the good news. Well, they, the church burned down and no one knew what Pentecost Baptist was going to do. The Sunday brimstone got so that gum hot it turn up a church bus in the parking lot. Everybody singing. In a panic, the Reverend Dr. White called up an ex-member that hadn't lived right. He owned Joe's bear joint right across the fence. It's the same Joe's he'd preached against. Bubba, this could be the he answer. He said, I don't really want to be a hypocrite. I got a Sunday school class about to have fence. We're all excited about revival week and been moved by the Spirit, so to speak. That's just the answer, Bubba. With all the souls we saved and money we spent, we thought God told us to sell that tent. I got a famous evangelist supposed to come. Doesn't run out of chairs. Will you loan us some? Everybody. Joe said, well, young as you. Use a whole dang place. Ain't and I know the, the jukebox, jukebox amazing grace. I ain't supposed to be open because of them blue laws, but we'll open the night, but it's all right with you. Everybody. Preacher says, well, I reckon it'd be okay. The good Lord works in mysterious ways. He's going to talk about Joshua, Judges, and Ruth, and I reckon I could do it from the DJ booth. Good. It worked. At the first Baptist bar and grill. It's essential, baby. It's the only church in the Bible belt that smells like a whiskey still. Come on in. When the sinners finish one more round, we'll have The evangelists came with a well-dressed choir. They showed up around happy hour, looked around the joint and didn't take it real well, said the white ministry has gone to hell. Ms. Mills had taught youth Sunday school and two dickens in the back room shooting pool were sharing the Lord with a Jim Beam rep who was teaching Ms. Mills some line dance steps. Yep, thank you for that. Reverend White was reading from the book a loop to a tall drunk trucker about the puke he had John 316 memorized trying to dry him out to get him baptized. That's right, that worked. The evangelist yelled about the lights and the bears and White, you can't save in this old den hell. This place ain't nothing but a den of sin. Ain't the kind of place Baptist ought to be in. Let's go with it. Preacher says, well, we don't really need Joe here. You didn't do a very good job last year. You only saved one sinner. That's Todd McGuire, the little SOB that set my church on fire. <laughs> Joe's bear joint has done been revived. Only been here an hour and I done saved five. Sure, it's got mirrors and a big dance floor, but I finally found the flock dog called me. Folks. Take it home. They're at the first Baptist bar and grill. They're essential. Let's just meet there. It's the only church in the Bible belt that smells like a whiskey still. Yep, let's go. Not a stained glass window anywhere in sight. Just a blood stained floor and neon lights and a communion wine. And here, here is always still. Take it home, boy. And we're here every Sunday. We're living large. We're the only church with, with a covered charm. Come on. And if you don't like our doctrine and think we ain't devout, we'll have our bouncer throw your butt out. That's right. Let's go. Tim Wilson, how about you talk about a moment, uh, you know, my oldest son, everybody's learning new things. He's learned to play guitar now because, I mean, you know, he has no work and no income and he's been working on playing guitar. So he's got it. And guess what he learned from beginning to end his first Baptist bar and grill and 
I saw him playing it, and he played it, and it was just such a proud moment. He he, he said, I remember when I was a little boy, you let me hear Tim Wilson, and I learned First Baptist Bar and Grill. And he cranked it, and he nailed it. It was perfect. That's awesome. But, you know, Tim was ahead of his time. Yeah. Tim was ahead so of his time. I, I, think, uh, I think churches need to take a good look at that, especially if you're in Virginia. Yep. To uh, just simply move your service down to the state-run alcohol sales uh, store, whatever they call it in your state, and uh, just hold up there because it is an essential business. And quite frankly, from the church standpoint, probably a field ready for harvest. I want you to picture the, the person who just pulled up to the curb and their hand a bulletin. And he says, well, what is this? He says, well, we're having church here today. It's essential. Come on in. <laughs> and, uh, and, and between about this, between you and the liquor you've come to buy is the gospel. And yep, uh, yep. So, so anyway, I mean, why not? And back to the drive-in thing. Take these big drive-ins, set them up. They can be churches and do movies on the weekend. You know, Look, Friday, we, Saturday, uh, we as got Americans, we, we, we learn to get around things, and that's what we need to do. Hey, the, all kidding aside, the Virginia governor, he's, he's problematic. He, he's stepping on some sacred ground right now. He's, he's about to get himself in a bind. Y'all can't let this tyrant go on. I mean, I don't know when your next election is for governor there, but he's got to go. I mean, y'all, y'all got problems in Virginia with this guy. I mean, he, he's, he's right out of – He's out of that handbook. You know, it's like you know when somebody's really bad is when most of the time we all exaggerate things a little bit. You can't exaggerate the things he's doing. He's really doing things that you would think would be somebody exaggerating. I mean, some of the things he said and done and continues to do, and he thinks he's a nice little tyrant right now, a little tyrannical governor, and he thinks he's been given all this power. Y'all better push back on him a little bit now. Gonna gonna start telling people they're gonna, gonna start arresting people going to church. Come on now. I mean, I, that that's one of those no, things I mean, that makes it. That gives you that old creepy feeling. I wouldn't want to be standing next to him in a thunderstorm, Rick. No. Well, and you know what? Constitutionally, he can't do that. I mean, I, I know I know we got uh, – and you're, you're finding out, too. Somebody sent us a video of a uh, – it was back in January with a sheriff's deputy. We had a call yesterday. You don't have to go back to January for that. Yesterday where there's people in law enforcement that say, look, we're, we're supposed to be here to, to implement and to defend the Constitution. And if you start asking us to enforce laws that are unconstitutional, we're not going to do it. And I, I applaud all in, law, all in law enforcement that understand the oath they actually took. And it's not to be the uh, the heavy uh, for a tyrannical dictator. That's not what you signed on for. It's yeah. to actually protect the citizens and be sure they're they're getting the rights they're allowed in the Constitution and not letting other people take those rights away. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. 35 minutes now past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866. We be big. We'll get to some of your phone calls coming up here momentarily. A Gridiron Men's Conference, as of this moment, uh, barring something unknown or some change in our situation, uh, is scheduled to be held in Huntsville, Alabama. I'm looking forward to being there along with David Jeremiah, uh, Steve Farrar, Josh Rivas. Uh, Larry the Cable Guy, Charles Billingsley. Uh, it's coming to Huntsville for the very first time. Huntsville being the host city for the Gridiron Men's Conference. So if you want to get all your details and be there with us, go to gridironmen.com. That's gridironmen.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. So, Bubba, we've been, uh, we heard that the Robertson family of Duck Dynasty fame uh, was fired upon by some crazed shooter. Uh, we're now getting more details uh, you know, um, Phil Robertson, who's 74, uh, Jace has a podcast called unashamed, uh, one of the, um, Robertson sons. Uh, 
his brother Al also part of that, and um, you know the Blaze Network um, uh, is is part of that as well. And uh, so he he's been talking about you know they they were all having like a dinner. It said uh, we were um, we were just having dinner like normal. Uh, and he said that uh, we heard the the shots. He said we thought it was going to be an, an easy going afternoon, capped off with a lobster dinner that quickly turned into a moment of terror for the family. Uh, Jay said he was alerted by his mother, uh, Kay, uh, that a shooting a shooting had taken place outside the compound. Phil uh, said that uh, he uh, he heard the gunfire, and he said what we all did was what we are instinctively ready to do. We started preparing for a fight. He said, mm-hmm. I got my twenty two in my hand, and then I said, well, that's not enough weapon. So um, <laughs> so I said, let me go. That sounded like uh, the gate up there, thinking there's somebody shooting from the gate, which they were. Yeah. Uh, he, he said, uh, that's where the sound it sounds like they are, so let me get up and, uh, and get my AR and go up there so I've got enough firepower. Uh, the elder Robertson said he thought twice about making the rash decision to investigate and return fire. But then I stopped and said, wait a minute, I'm behind a locked gate. If they crash the gate, they'll be here in just a little bit. I said, if I, if I go up there and it's a bunch of drunk teenagers shooting at signs, shooting at my gate, um, he said, I certainly don't want to get the AR, AR and kill them all. I probably would end up on the wrong side of things. So uh, that's not at my house. They're on the other side of the road, and a bunch of drunk teenagers who drank too much beer are somebody's children. So I'm sitting here, and I think if I kill all of them, uh, that just won't play real well. So he said, so I thought, let me make sure, you know, bottom line is, he said, we begin to calculate, you know, we don't want to unnecessarily fire on people who are firing on our property, but if you keep coming toward the houses, it's probably going to be a different story. Uh, And um, he said, um, they gave the police and law enforcement two thumbs up because they were there in 48 minutes, uh, uh, within 48 hours, I'm sorry. Uh, they have uh, respect for for them, and he said uh, I, they they caught the person in forty eight hours. I'm sorry, not that they were there in forty eight hours. He said um, he said it was middle of the day. It was Friday. It was a beautiful day. He said I'd take him my two thirty nap. How about that? Uh, that's uh, Jay's talking about that. He said you know we're all in quarantine, so we don't have anywhere to go. And he said so I just take a nap around two thirty. That's become my new normal. Uh, he said but uh, he said there are certain things that wake me up, and gunshots usually will. Uh, and he said, um, he said, we, we didn't know what to think about it, but we knew it was bad. The dogs started barking, uh, and then, uh, the phones start ringing and they're letting them all know that they're being shot at. So law enforcement has arrested the person. We still don't know, um, uh, you know, exactly what the motive was. Was the person just not right? Did they intend any issue? But we do know, uh, that they, uh, they shot through the window. Uh, of um, of the, one of the houses, Willie's house, uh, and you see them all explaining how quickly they were armed and ready to go. Uh, Jay said he had a rifle and a shotgun within 10 seconds in both hands, ready to fight. You know, like you said earlier, Bubba, when we first did this story, you know, is this is this the compound you want to be firing on, the Robertson Duck Dynasty compound? I mean, of all the places. Of all the places. So anyway... So, uh, Phil said the difference between him and Jace, he said, um, when, when I got the word, I was within arm's reach of an AR-15, and, uh, and it's that way all the time. I always have that. Uh, he said, um, I, I, I used to think you were paranoid, but now you're prepared and you were right. And uh, that's Jace telling his dad. He said, I thought you exaggerated 
that we need to keep our weapons <laughs> with, with arm's reach. He said, Dad, let me apologize to you. You're not paranoid because we just got fired upon. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Robertsons were ready, so this person is fortunate. You know, this is one of those situations where law enforcement was really the most fortunate scenario yeah. for this person. But Phil said he thought it through. He wasn't going to start firing on people that were on the other side of the road because they might just be drunk teenagers who mm-hmm. made a really bad decision of whose signs and gates to shoot at. Yeah. And he didn't want to do that unnecessarily, but they made it clear that if you were coming on into the property, though, now at this time, in all fairness, which is probably fortunate for this person, I don't think Phil in the early moments realized that they had shot actually through the window of one of his son's houses mm-hmm. right. uh, and right. into the area where uh, they said Willie's son and wife live. Yeah. Uh, in, inside that house. So it was a, it was a dangerous situation, but uh, they said law enforcement did a good job, got the person inside 48 hours, and I guess we'll wait to get more details as they mm-hmm. interview this person, I yeah. guess. Well, I, I think Willie used great discretion there. I don't know that he, maybe he should have said that, but uh, anytime you're you're dealing with uh, with uh, deadly force, you, even in a defensive situation, you need to be very wise sure. how you do it. And, and I think they were, and they – they handled it correctly, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, of course, you know we we've often said this, and we certainly let me be clear: the way they handled it was was perfect. But at the end of it all, we need to probably do a pretty good job with our kids, or you need to make that decision if you're old enough and you live on your own. That one way to not be shot by the Robertsons is don't fire on their compound. Yeah. That's one. That's one way not to be shot by them. Yeah, uh, is uh, I really have no fear the Robertsons are going to shoot me. You know why? I don't roll up to their gate and start firing on their houses. So so I know <laughs> yeah. they're not I don't see any my my odds of coronavirus death and Robertson death are around the same about about one less than 1%. Yeah. You know something Rick, could happen. I'm going to say I have 0.0% problem being shot by anybody in their family cuz I'm shooting at their gate. Yeah, probably I don't, not gonna happen. Probably not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. You know, so even if someone would have been like some people say, well that person was shot unnecessarily. We never want that to happen, but you do increase your odds of being shot by a Robertson if you fire toward their houses. Yeah. Can we say that your odds go way up? Yeah. On the Robertson side, though, you know, now it probably felt like a minute, you know, of them trying to decipher, okay, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. But it was yeah. only seconds. Yeah. You know, you're going, okay, am I getting pranked? Is it teenagers? Is it serious? You know, mm-hmm. and you're trying to make a judgment on that. And and I, I had to I have to feel like that might have been what Scott Dawson felt on the prank call oh, around so the world. Going, we're going there. Okay. He was trying to figure <laughs> out right. is it real? There What's happening? Okay. Right. You know, no, you're right. How about this? It's pretty funny because <laughs> you know their wives. They say not all the wives are as into all this as they are. Yeah, and they've tried to prepare them. But this is funny. Looking at Jace, he said, "I I I got the shotgun, and I was getting in the truck, but I didn't want to leave my wife and our adopted daughter from Nicaragua." Uh, without protection, he said, so I find myself doing a quick tutorial on the shotgun with my wife, Missy, on how to fire it. And he said she normally is uh, not as into hunting and stuff as I am, and she's always been a little bit afraid of guns and didn't want to deal with them. But I looked at her, and I could see in her eyes, in this particular moment when we heard gunfire, she was all ears. <laughs> she was ready to learn. And <laughs> Speaking of wives and firearms, I have a funny story, but I, I need to get clearance to tell it okay. sometime. Okay. Remind me to get that, okay? Yeah, I will, yeah, I will say, and this happens a lot of times uh, because, uh, you know, and you hear this a lot, uh, now I'm not, my, my wife's never been put in a, a duress situation, but as far as just being at the farm and shooting, she's a really good shot. She's, she's pretty accurate. 
and and let me tell you something. She's not afraid to use it. <laughs> so for, yeah, so my, my all of mine are are very good at oh, it. Yeah. I, I think that really honestly, you probably if you tried to mess like say with our farm or whatever, and we're there, you probably have a less sh- percent to being killed by me than Sherry. I mean, because uh, Sherry fire on somebody. I mean, I mean. It, well, I'm just saying, if you, if you don't want to be shot, leave our stuff right, alone. Right, right. In self-defense. Uh, yeah, in self-defense. <laughs> I mean, but there's one way that you won't be shot by Sherry or Gary or, or me, and don't mess with our stuff. Okay, I mean, because if you're going to mess yeah. with our stuff, now you're the one putting yourself in there. I don't want to do it, and I hope it never happens. Mm-hmm. But there's one way it'll never happen, leave us alone. You, right. you know this guy, too. You're, <laughs> yeah. talking about, you're talking about firing at them. What, a, what an idiot. I mean, what's next? He's going to go to Ted Nugent's house and shoot it up? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Look, the person's very, very fortunate they're not dead. Very fortunate. And thankfully, none of the Robertsons were hurt either. That's right. Because that was a very dangerous thing the person did. Phone calls coming up next. Lines are available, and we'll chat with you at 866-WE-BE-BIG. More of the Rick and Bubba Show coming up. Thanks for being with us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Phil Robinson out of Duck Dynasty. You're listening to Rick and Bubba. Pay attention. Thank you, Phil. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. Phone calls coming in. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Team Rick and Bubba. Some in the studio, some at home studios. As the DEFCON Diffie format continues. West Monroe, Louisiana, home of the Robertsons. Uh, Shannon is standing by. Hey, Shannon, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Thanks for your patience. Go ahead. Morning, guys. How you doing? We're good. Uh, yeah, um, about the whole Robson shooting thing. Uh, the person that did it is actually like a 30-, 40-year-old man who should know better yeah. to attack the Robertson's house. Well, have they, it have, wasn't some young kid. Has anything come out locally there about what his motivation was? Was he was he in, the, in drinking uh, silly juice? Was he on drugs? Was he anti the Robertsons? In, anything on that yet? Last I saw, no details was released about it. But, uh, yeah, they called him. I actually got a friend of mine on Facebook who actually got a video of the cops pulled up. Oh, we lost him. Uh, what happened? Yeah, it, it, his phone just went out. Uh, so, uh, yeah, they're sh- we showed a picture of him there uh, stretching. Adler did. I mean, it, this is a grown man. I mean, this is um, – so you, you wonder, is there is it, is it mental instability? Yeah. Is it drugs, alcohol, or just – Hate for for the Robertsons and what they stand for. I don't know, uh, but we'll see. Uh, Chrissy, uh, out of the great state of Kentucky, Chrissy, go ahead. A couple things as far as that with the Robertsons. We saw an interview with Fo- uh, Willie on Fox News yesterday morning, and he said, "Yes, the man said he was drinking vodka, and he was, I think, cleaning or checking the safety on his gun, but it accidentally went off nine times." <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Willie said he was struggling with that one, but he was trying to piece it together. Right. Um, um, the other thing you were talking about, the governor that was l- deeming the um, um, liquor stores essential and, cl- and arresting people for church. Here in Kentucky, our governor, Andy Bashir has not only done that, deemed the liquor stores essential, and had state troopers at the drive-in church with people in their vehicles um, taking license plate numbers, but he left Planned Parenthood as deemed essential as well, and then he vetoed a bill that um, would have... Um, required a physician performing an abortion to take all medically appropriate and reasonable steps to preserve the life and health of a born alive infant. So 
so he basically has vetoed them helping a baby that survived an abortion yeah. and was born. Well, look, Kentucky, so is, how did this guy ever get elected in Kentucky? I know, Kentucky uh, and Virginia. Kentucky, the folks I know up there are very conservative, uh, and I know not everybody in that state's that way, but uh, how in the world Absolutely. did this guy get in? Is this is this a Louisville problem? Know. Is it a Louisville problem? Do, do some of your bigger bigger cities, do they lean liberal? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Louisville is more liberal and um, a lot of the northern territories. But, you know, if the if we who call ourselves by his name would step up and, and take a stand and put our money where our mouth is, we wouldn't be in the condition we're in. And that's worldwide, not just Kentucky. Yeah, I know that. Well, well, I think even uh, didn't Rand Paul threaten the kind of threaten the governor with litigation because he was overstepping on some of this? Yes. And he also the attorney general did uh, Cameron. I can't think of his name, but he's a new Daniel Cameron, and I think he's out of the South too. But uh, yeah, they've uh, he's threatened a lawsuit against him, and he's uh, Bashir has also come out recently. He's backing down a little bit now. He was going to require that everyone out in public after May 11th would be wearing a mask. Yeah, but it, now he's back down to strongly recommending. Well, Kentucky and Virginia, y'all got to rise up. Um, and, and you're right, we all need to. But you, but y'all have specific little tyrannical governors. That 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 yep. think they're little commies, and, and y'all y'all need to set them straight. Yeah, y'all, y'all no, got y'all got to get y'all got to get your comrades back in line. Uh, this that's is Kentucky so and Virginia for the love of all. It's good, but remember what you said about the northern territories. Anytime somebody starts going north, you got to watch them. I mean, it's it's uh, yeah. you know once once they move north, look North Alabama people, you got to watch them. They're Rick. not like they're not like those of us down here in the center and the bottom. Rick, you, you know, the, the closer strange. people get north, the closer people get north, the weirder they Rick. get. People the, take the people in right. the people I know in Kentucky are just salt of the earth folks, and yeah, uh, here we go. It's just strange that they and every now and then they have these uh, liberal breakouts up there. Yeah. They're kind of strange. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Didn't We're didn't really the original really uh, Darwin monkey trial wasn't that in uh, was that in Kentucky? Was it? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, but but Kentucky and Tennessee, and, and, Kentucky, somewhere up there. Let me tell you something, guys. I just want I just everybody stop for just a minute. We've talked about this. We can all have all kinds of you know theological and and scientific and biological conversations about where life begins. Okay, we're talking about we're now leaving the realm of what I thought we all agreed on that life begins after birth. Uh, we're now leaving that realm. Okay, and and you know th- and this is the this is the mindset. Of the commies and and the socialists, if you get down to it, they don't really care if we take people out on on each end of the spectrum because they think everybody in the middle are the ones that should be allowed to live. You know, they they think old people should be done away with, and and that's the reason why you see their reaction to even this pandemic a little bit different on some of the on on the elderly, and then of course the those that are about to be born or I guess just recently born. Listen, I'm not sitting here saying that you know that 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 we're not all in the fallen state and we're all got the same issue with God's wrath. I certainly, certainly we do. We're all in equal need of redemption at the foot of the cross. We're all equal, but you just have to say you just, if you're a decent human being with just the, I'm talking about just a decent, just a sprinkle of decent, just a sprinkle. We can't live in a society. It, it stops being humane that allows innocent people to lay there and die whether it's a baby or whether it's our senior citizens, we have lost our way as human beings, no matter what you believe, if we allow those things to happen. And, it's, and there's no way that you can feel good about being in a society 
that allows that to go on and any people that allow that to go on, we cannot put them in places of authority because we're bringing a curse down. You know, we can't then turn around and start asking God to bless this garbage. It's it's just, and, and these kind of people have to be voted out. You can't have this. I mean, you know, look, go back to New York city. When we watched that day of them, they were doing a pep rally as if they had just won publishing's clearinghouse, a publisher's clearinghouse. And you know what they were celebrating? Let babies lay there and die. And they're clapping and, and jumping up and down. And, and you know, did that, did, I think they would have thrown graffiti if they had it. It, it, was, I, I, it was a, it had an eerie feeling watching that, Rick. It was very, very uncomfortable. To the phones we go. And by uh, the way, let me clarify. It was Tennessee. I don't want to hang that on Kentucky. <laughs> the monkey trial. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, how about this? And and this this is uh, there's all kind of documentaries and movies about it. But did you know? And it was it was illegal. It was illegal to teach evolution in public schools until that trial in 1925. Uh, Rob, how I didn't know that. Robin in Mississippi, go ahead. Oh, um, <laughs> first of all, I just wanted to tell you, I'm not drinking my mimosas this morning. Okay. But I do in- <laughs> Okay, you, you, but you do on occasion. I got you. That, don't worry; it's essential. Like today, like when you called the other day. Yeah, don't don't worry. Your government has deemed it essential for you to have a mimosa. Don't worry yeah, about you're it. You're all right. Uh, <laughs> trust me, um, I, I realize that, and I am Catholic. Well, um, but what I'm going to say to this about you guys talking about um, people coming on other people's property and. Um, I'm so happy you brought it up because you cannot do that. You cannot you cannot go onto someone else's property and it be posted, knowing people live there, yeah. and not expect to have firearm brought out on. What'd she say? Well, I, I think the mimosas I, I hope, are still flowing. I hope Zoom locked up then. She wasn't. Smart. I think the mimosa is still flowing. Yeah, but she makes a good point. If you see a place posted that said no trespassing private property, just don't do that because people don't know what your intention may or may not be. They have no idea, so don't put yourself in that kind of danger. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hurrah! This is R. Lee Ermey, better known as General Sergeant Hartman. I am listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Two fine, outstanding young American heart charts. Six minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba Show, thank you for being with us. Uh, from the broadcast plaza and teleport, Calvin Speedy Wilburn, Stretch Armstrong, and old number one here. Out all across home studios everywhere. The real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, uh, all there. And we welcome back for a brand new hour. Uh, from the broadcast closet, Bill Bubba Bussett. Bubs? Rick, glad to be here and thank all of you for being with us for the Rick and Bubba Experience Pandemic Edition. Speaking of pandemic, uh, we're all trying to figure out, uh, we're now moving into this weird phase. Governors are making decisions in different states. Federal government is giving suggestions, trying to let the uh, the state officials do their thing based on their situation with phase one, phase two, phase three. Uh, all of this is out there. Different governors doing different things. We won't even get into mayors today because we don't have that kind of time. Uh, 
but so uh, we'll talk about um, the the word that uh, we've had a, a caller says we need to have a bail for, hmm. and that is this word you're going to hear a lot about, especially when all the legal proceedings take place on the other side of the pandemic lockdown, and that's the word arbitrary. So hmm. we're talking with Scott Farr. He's back. Scott, welcome back to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Doing great. Thanks for having me. Well, yeah, Scott, thank you for joining us. I know you're 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 busy right now. Well, Scott, first of all, I want to say not that, cutting hair, but busy in other ways. Yeah, and you you run the mail room, which is a place for men to come in. It's like a a kind of a barber shop, but a little more than a barber shop, a kind of a nice barber shop for shave men. Shave and a haircut. Yeah, shave and a haircut. <laughs> but anyway, and you have been deemed non-essential. Uh, and I want to I want to compliment you because I think you have lived out, Bubba. You you see if you agree how to be a good citizen. You have yes, you absolutely. Ha- you have done what you've been asked to do by your country, by your state, uh, by your city, and you keep you keep being told just hang in there, Scott. I know you're about to lose your livelihood and the livelihood of all your employees, but just hang in there. Uh, it's all going to work itself out. Just don't do anything rash. Don't make us come down there and have to give you a citation or arrest you. But every time you've been told that if you'll just wait a little bit longer, it'll be fine, it doesn't happen. And now uh, the governor of Alabama has deemed you still non-essential. And can I ask you this first, Scott? Has anybody explained why getting your hair cut with all the safety measures in place People think that can't happen. Why are y'all deemed so dangerous? Well, I guess it's this new terminology, this close contact services, you know, that's floating around. You know, it's it's impractical, obviously, to perform a haircut outside of six feet. But um, that's the only thing that I can think of that, you know, that places us in such a unique situation. You know, going to, you know, every corner has a gas station. Everybody's touching the same gas pumps. I know no, not many people that I've seen pumping gas or sterilizing anything. Or, you know, the, the glove situation to me is somewhat laughable. But in regards to the to the haircut, it's the close proximity of the service provider to the client. So here you are, and you told us the last time we talked that when you were going to open because you said uh, income was essential for you and your employees, uh, and you were told, stand down, you're probably going to be all right at the end of April, and now you've been told, stand down, we'll check back in with you May 15th. Uh, can you do that? Well, you know, two weeks ago, you know, when I uh, addressed the media out in front of the shop, you know, I said I hadn't mentioned this before, but it was uh, about 30 days of revenue remaining. So, you know, two weeks have transpired. So, you know, and by my math, you know, two weeks from now, we're going to be in that 30-day window, and we're going to be getting close to, to zero capital available to continue to run the business. And, again, we've applied for, you know, some of the PPP stuff. The funds have not materialized yet. But it's, it's just a given that at some point in the near future, we'll be out of funds, and then we'll be forced to seek capital to remain open or, or close the doors for good and that's that's the dilemma that we have and again to reiterate even if we were to open today or two weeks ago it was still going to be touch and go to see if we could survive and i know i'm not alone there are lots of businesses that are in a similar situation 
Scott, what, what is your plan right now? Can you tell us, are you going to open and defy this order or are you going to try to hang with it till May the 15th and hope that, uh, the governor finds your business essential? Well, we, we anticipated uh, Bubba, that the, um, two weeks ago that we would be able to open tomorrow right. the first. And then I started hearing, you know, rumblings from, uh, governor Ivy that she wasn't going to be pressured to, to rush on this. So when she came out the other day, I wasn't altogether, you know, surprised by, you know, her recommendations or rulings. So, but we had gone ahead and started booking appointments again. And uh, a lot of people were disappointed that we didn't open two weeks ago, but we are definitely going to open tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Okay. So you so, are, you are going to open tomorrow. So what, what is the, the mayor and the law enforcement officials telling you how, what's going to happen when you do that? Well, I don't really know what's going to happen, you know, with, with the city of Hoover. I mean, I've, I've been in communication again with Mayor Picado, and he's again asking me to be patient that he's focused on our industry and, and it's any day now, that kind of thing. But it's again, I mean, I've, has he offered you a check? <laughs> no, no. Well, you know, I, Look, I I don't want to be unfair to the mayor because he has been gracious. Yeah, I, I know, I know the mayor, good guy. Yeah, okay. Is, is I'm the, with you. Do y'all need a stronger cosmetology labor? So, because if you have a lobbyist, I mean, if you have a strong lobbyist, you can pretty much get politicians to do anything. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, and when we're not a high, you know, sales tax generating business, it's uh, you know that's the way the state of Alabama is structured. But you know, again, there is no recourse for us at the end of this if you know. My partner and I, Bruce Urban, you know, we started this thing 12 years ago. And like I've said many times, you know, we've gotten this thing to a point of, of no debt and a, and a decent return on investment. And we didn't need a loan. We didn't need any of this. But, you know, now we're in a situation where we're going to be forced to close. And the value of our business, as such as it is, there's nobody standing there to say, okay, you know, here's your check. You know, sorry you had to close down. It's just going to be one of those scenarios where it was just the breaks. And I, I just can't live with that. You know, I, we've got 11 girls that work for us. They all need this money. And you all, you guys understand it. This money cascades throughout the economy. Yep. It, you know, it helps everyone. That dollar circulates multiple times. And we all need it. And we all need to get back to work. Let me ask Scott, you this. Um, go ahead, Bubba. Yeah. Well, Scott, let me ask you this. I, and you, you don't have to give away any, uh, you know, uh, legal, uh, strategy here that you and your attorneys are planning, but, uh, the arbitrary nature of, of the shutdown, uh, I'm sure you guys have discussed that. What, what are your legal options at this point? Uh, you know, just what's on the table, what's available to you? Well, you know, this, this, um, emergency act or whatever it is, I guess 1955, you know, we've obviously been pouring over that and it gives, you know, broad latitude for the governor to do, you know, myriad things. So, uh, you know, obviously she's got some authority here, but the arbitrary nature of the application is the issue. You know, I mean, if this were a natural disaster and it applicable to everybody, that's one thing. But, right. you know, to have it, you know, applied this way, I think there is some legal jeopardy for the state and any municipality that chooses to enforce it. One thing I found interesting about this, because believe me, I've poured over the entire document is uh, as far as punitive action that they can take, it appears within the state constitution on this amendment that is limited to a $500 fine and or six months of hard labor. 
<laughs> well, I'll tell you how to antiquate <laughs> So I guess potentially I could be busted rocks here before. All right, oh, Scott, I, I'm going to give two suggestions here, okay? <laughs> Number one, get a picture of Bubba. Make it your poster and say, "How can we let this continue to go on?" <laughs> yeah, okay. Just look at me, right, Scott? Th- there's two things here that I think are just, uh, you know, th- as as common sense adults, uh, and for people that don't know your area, literally across the street from you is a Home Depot that is open, and Wide people open. are going in and out of there. And I, I, I would say, safe to say, there hasn't been a study on coronavirus being transferred from. Uh, from a person to person in a giant box store versus a barber shop, and with the lack of that evidence, I think this is arbitrary at best. Um, and I just, uh, I, I'm just a little perplexed at, at how some of this is continuing to go on. Ha- have you suggested to the mayor that they uh, appeal uh, or apply for a waiver? We understand the city of Heflin has done that now over in Cleburne County in the eastern part of our state, and I don't know how that's going to go either, but. Uh, any other options you can do? Well, I mean, you know, what I would say, and I have said to the mayor is that, uh, I don't see any compulsion for them to enforce this order. Right. Um, you know, this is the attorney general's attorney general wants to send state officials down here, let them do that. I don't know why, you know, the local municipality is the one that has to enforce this. You know, that, again, nothing against Hoover, but you just take this and multiply it across the entire country. They're applying and not applying laws all over the place every day. You know, it, it appears the citizen is definitely the one that is subject. You know, Rick made the comment about responsible citizens. Yeah, it's those of us that have something to lose. We're the ones yep. that tend to get prosecuted, and yep. a lot of these other folks they escape prosecution. All right, Scott, stay with us. I want to ask you one more thing. When we come back if you got a minute. Can you stay one more minute? Yes, yeah. Sir. All right, we'll talk to Scott uh, far. We come back. I've got a couple more questions. Hang in there. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-two minutes past the hour, we'll spend one more time, moment with Scott Farr. He is uh, represents a lot of business people and entrepreneurs across our country that do not understand why we they are not allowed to start business back while we keep the you know best we can do on our, our social distancing and mask and, and gloves and, and things of that nature. And it may be that people say, I don't want to get my hair cut because uh, I don't want to take that risk. And you certainly should have the right to do that. Nobody is rounding up people and saying, your hair's messy. you got to go see Scott. Uh, and we're forcing you in there to put yourself in unnecessary risk. But two things, you know, you were told that you guys can't open because, you know, to get your hair cut, you can't do the six-foot deal. But here's the only – and there's a lot of these, Scott. Uh, Speedy mentioned one in the break. Physical therapy is going on like like we're, like, just like it was before the pandemic. They're back seeing their patients. Uh, I don't know if you've ever had physical therapy. I have. Uh, it violates six feet. Mm. Uh, they're, they're, they're dealing with it. They're, they're taking care of people's therapy. You say, well, you know, I need to have my therapy. Well, at one time we told people they couldn't even have non-essential surgery. I mean, elective surgery, I'm sorry. And, we, and, and you know, and we have empty hospitals and, and all of that. We also know that in your state, the governor clearly said that retail operations could start back at 50% capacity. Okay, but here's the only thing. That would include, say, a boutique, okay? How, how am I going into a boutique? Of course, I'm not, but if, I'm, if there's a woman, how's a woman going into a boutique 
and saying, may I try this on, go into a dressing room, try that dress on, say I don't want it, and give it back, uh, it didn't fit me right or whatever, we're going to let that go on? I mean, so what do you do to the dress now? You got to fumigate it. I mean, what 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 are you going well, to Rick, do? There's there's no science to it, and that's right, the right. problem. I, I like I was telling Scott in the break. I I assure you, in a court of law, there is no evidence that the state can introduce that says people at Home Depot that are in there handling products all up and down the aisle are any more dangerous than somebody getting a haircut if they're maintaining as much separation as they can to customers coming in. And, and they're already regulated by the state for uh, a certain degree of, uh, of cleanliness, for lack of a better word. I don't know what the proper term is, Scott, but it just, it just seems a little arbitrary at this point. Look, we had to do what we had to do, but uh, now it's time for the consumer, the consumer, me, to decide if it's too dangerous to come in your establishment or not, not somebody in another city an hour or several hours away. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, Scott. And, and it's up it's up to the individuals too, the businesses, you know, to join in this fight. You know, as they they can't close everybody down. No, they can't. Scott, this is speedy. Uh, have they said what they're gonna do for those that want a haircut and that come yeah, to the uh, that come to the mailroom and, and get a haircut? Have they said, Okay, they're gonna be in trouble too, or is it just the establishment? Yeah, and uh, this goes back you know, a couple of weeks, but a lieutenant from from Hoover had contacted me and told me, you know, that it would be a simple citation. It could be extended to, you know, the the, oper- the fine could be extended to patrons and service providers. Um, I don't really know what all the options are, but, you know, including arrest. I don't know what action they'll take. You know, I'm sure it'll probably start light, and then depending on how long we go, I wish somebody would say, you know, these are the phases or these are the stages, but it, as it starts out, I'm prepared to pay a fine. And if I have to pay a fine, a fine for our, our customers up to a point, you know, I guess I'll have to do that, but we, we are going to open tomorrow. There's, there's no way around that. So what, we'll just see what happens. Well, I, I hope that the, uh, that the Hoover police just can't get to you. You yeah. know, we've seen that too. We've what, had yep. in some of these other states, uh, sheriffs and various police chiefs saying we're not going to enforce some of this because, you know, you, they are sworn to follow the Constitution too. And while you have chain of command, uh, there is a point where you go, this is beginning to to get in a real gray area for me and I'm not going to step into it. And I appreciate people that have that conviction. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I agree. All right. So you, let me ask you this too. So, because I know some friends that are in your business, but I don't know how the mailroom works, but I know a lot of salons, I mean, these cosmetologists, they're independent contractors, you know, renting their space. They've got their license up and they're working because it's a good place to have customers and they give a percentage to the house for lack of a better term. And now what I'm being told, so they're not even allowed to be independent contractors for citizens who say, I'll have you come to my house and cut uh, hair in my house, uh, I, I'll practice. We're fine with you come here. Is it true they can't even do that? Oh yeah, and that's always you know prohibited going yep. to somebody's house. That's that's not a condition of this order, and it goes back to the sanitary um, rules that are in place by the state board of cosmetology. So, but don't think for one second that I, that hadn't been going on on steroids over the last sixty right. days. Uh, we know for a fact it's going on. 
And that is when would be more susceptible to infection. See, that's the point. So, yeah. so that's forcing the, it underground yes, uh, right. is worse than just doing it. Scott, what, what about the, uh, we, we've also heard because of the independent contractor or maybe the work arrangement, we have no idea. I mean, we're just repeating what some people have said. Uh, do, are they limited to, to get unemployment compensation or are they kind of boxed in on this or how, how does it work for the, for the people actually doing the work? Ordinarily they would be, but under these special circumstances, I think the unemployment calls it uh, pandemic unemployment assistance. They apply, you know, through that mechanism. But again, those people are so overwhelmed that it's just the time that it takes to process this you know, influx of paperwork is taking some time. I'll tell you the bigger issue for the 1099s is that when we applied for this PPP funding, you know, all the misinformation that was floating around was 1099s are eligible. So we submitted the first round of documentation with the 1099s included. Right. And then it came back and said, well, they have to file on their own. And this is a complex process. It yeah, was, right. a, it was dawning for me and my accountant <laughs> to put all the stuff together. Imagine somebody who's, you know, unsophisticated and things like that, having to gather all that information and wade through the bureaucracy of government. And it changed. It changed during the process. Too. So, so we're going to the break, but you're saying, Scott, as you're wrapping up, you will open tomorrow at 9 a.m. local time. There we will be. All right, brother. Hang in there. Keep fighting. Shaving a haircut. Shaving a haircut. Mac, Mac. Scott Farr with the mailroom. He said, Thank um, you, Scott. Good luck to you. He's been patient. He's done what everybody's asked him to do, and he keeps being told, wait a little longer. He can't wait any longer. He's opening tomorrow. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour. We're getting to some of your phone calls coming in. Relief Factor teaming up with the Rick and Bubba Show. We love. Uh, getting the emails from um, those of you that have tried it. And Peggy, Greg, I want you to know that she has tried it in Arkansas. And uh, and how about this? Uh, the results are like a lot of the, the emails that we get. Uh, Peg says that she had low lower back issues over 10 years. She said, I did yeah. yoga, worked with chiropractor, which had been you know some, somewhat helpful. But the pain never really went away. I've been listening more now because of, of COVID. Uh, so I've got a lot of Rick and Bubba airtime now, which you know I hate you in that situation, but we're glad you're listening more than ever, uh, and decided that I would give Relief Factor a try. I can honestly say I'm now pain-free, which I never could uh, have imagined. Relief Factor is amazing, and it is helping me. And you know what? It might be able to help you. It's all natural, four botanicals. Go to relieffactor.com. You can get a three-week trial. You'll know within three weeks whether this is working for you naturally. Uh, so you don't have the bad side effects of the over-the-counter stuff or the addictive opioids. Relieffactor.com, $19.95 for a quick start pack. Also at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. So we have callers standing by and you know uh, talking about the, the Scott Farr situation. And he represents a lot of people that, uh, that are asking why this is so arbitrary because I'm looking at things that we mentioned. We mentioned that the this our state and all the different states are different so you you have your own inconsistencies but here so we're saying that we believe getting your haircut is too dangerous but we will let you go to physical therapy with a physical therapist we will as of today let you start going to regular or tomorrow regular dental appointments again so i can go into the dentist open up my mouth and let my teeth be cleaned 
but I can't have my haircut. Should we go to, and here's another person said, I'm getting my car serviced. I'm standing, sitting here next to a person who is servicing my automobile. Also, there's one who got in it and drove it to another location and then gave it back to me for service. All of this is considered, uh, we're able to do this with safety. So should we do things like this? While you're getting physical therapy today, we're sending a licensed cosmetologist to you. They're going to cut your hair during physical therapy today, and you can pay them on Apple Pay. Uh, or today when you're getting your teeth clean, while your mouth is open and they're, they're inside your mouth, somebody's going to fix your hair while you're, while you're in that situation. Come get your car service while we are standing here next to you interacting with you and getting in your car and driving it to another location and giving it back to you, you can get your hair done. Shouldn't we just send the, the hair people to all these other apparently uh, incredibly safe places? Uh, doing all, If these things can be done and all the things you've already said about Home Depot and Walmart and all these and grocery stores, if these things can be done, uh, boutiques, department stores now, then, then hair care can be done. And, Bubba, you need to make the point again. We cannot forget or allow the government to try to change the narrative. The original narrative was we're trying not to overwhelm the hospitals, not we're Flatten trying to curve, yeah, flatten the curve. The, the, the goal never was that nobody will have a chance to get sick. That was never the goal. It was, nope. to, it was to overwhelm the hospitals, and we have hospitals sitting there empty with beds available and people being sent home because now primary care is in the tanks because people are afraid to go get their primary care. We're saying that you can, we're going to try to get that going. We're saying elective surgeries, you know, can come back. I think with all these things practicing safety, we can get a haircut. It, it shutting down haircuts just seems in some of these other businesses it doesn't make any sense. I don't know why restaurants are shut down. Doesn't make yeah, any Rick, sense. Just to you know, just to summarize where I'm at on this. Okay, I have uh, utmost respect for the government, federal, state, local. Uh, I try to observe their laws whenever possible. And when it does not conflict with our spiritual convictions, which would override that, by the way. And uh, but we do have the right to redress our government and to uh, peacefully protest. Um, it, it's just beyond me at this point, uh, other than th- than someone saying, I think I think, well, that's that's no good. We need to look at the science in this, and I just don't think there's any studies that would say that getting your hair cut is any more dangerous than people at a big box discount store in there handling everything. Um, and where Scott's business is, there is a Home Depot literally right across the street on Highway 280 that is open, and people are going in, and they haven't had a, a rash of pandemic-stricken uh, people from there and had to shut that down. Two blocks to the north, uh, there is a hospital that I know people who work there who are, be, who are being sent home shift after shift because they have no people there. Uh, you know, the elective surgeries were canceled and people are scared to go and for one reason or another, and some are being laid off temporarily. So I don't, I don't get uh, the, the common sense part of this. It's just got ridiculous. And I hope that uh, the attorney general, the mayor, and, so, and the police chief and the officers will certainly use some common sense. And remember that even in a pandemic, the Constitution is a supreme document. And um, that, uh, that I think we're, we're, we're borderline getting away from that. And we need to be extremely careful 
uh, in the way we're treating these people's livelihoods because you've asked us to do something and we have obeyed your edicts, but we have flattened the curve. Your edict was never, and your job and your charge was never to keep people from getting sick or to uh, take away our income, or our livelihood. It was to flatten the curve and the curve has been flattened. We're not having a hospital bed emergency. If we were having people lined up outside the hospital, you have a case, okay? And we would understand that and we would apply that. But you don't have that scenario. We're, we're talking about uh, something that's not there. And it's time that you look back and go, look, we're overdoing this. That's okay. You, you have the right and the ability to go. We're overstepping. We need to step back here. Yeah, and and, and and you need to do this because you can't say boutique can open today, salon can't, restaurant can't. It doesn't make any sense. It, it doesn't make any sense. And uh, and so everybody can make their own decisions, and then it may be these businesses can't survive anyway because nobody will go get a haircut. But um, it, it's just it, we're getting silly now, uh, and it's not making any sense. We're now getting where we borderline on the absurd, and you said it. I don't think there's anybody that has walking around chewing gum sense that really believes in our state that our governor's hair isn't being taken care of. She wanted us to believe in her press conference that she's not getting her hair uh, did. Does anybody believe that? I just, I hate, I hate that not well, being. I, Rick, we can only compliment her and say she was extremely well camp in the, well, in the interview. I and a lot of the rest of us are not looking so good. Yeah, I don't even care that she's getting her hair done. She's the yeah, governor. I don't Who cares? I, don't I mean, but don't try to sell us that garbage. Nobody believes that. Come on. Yeah, you know, that, that's the part. Now I've got that thing where I got that part of me that gets offended because you think I'm a chump. The, uh, that's uh, not the Alabama spirit, is it? No, it isn't. Uh, we continue. Uh, let's go to an anonymous caller in Alabama. Anonymous, go ahead. Hey, just wanted to say, guys, there's a way you could help folks like Steve Farr and others out that are beauticians, renting booths, and things like that. Go ahead and book your appointments now. Pay for it, and it'll be like getting a free haircut later on, but it'll help keep them out of trouble, abide within the law, but at the same time get funds generated back for them. Shaving a haircut. Yeah, Scott, I was going to ask yeah. him about the gift certificate uh, possibility yeah, uh, yeah. as a as a possible compromise. But look, and I, I don't want to I don't want to draw this conclusion uh, and make it out of out of bad taste. But look, the, they don't need to make Scott Farr the Rosa Parks of hair. Okay, yeah, I mean it, they don't need to do that. It's not, it's not needed. Shaving a haircut. Let's go look, to enforce the law, but just be busy tomorrow. Mark in Huntsville. Mark, welcome to the program. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, Thank buddy. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. And, and, and thanks for talking about this because I think it's <clears throat> so important that we get the truth out there. But, you know, um, our constitutional rights are inalienable rights. They do not go away when there's a pandemic, okay? Our forefathers, there were pandemics that existed back then. It doesn't. COVID-19 doesn't equal you lose all your constitutional rights. Correct. And I think that people have been, are, are, I think the United States has been so compliant to try to work as, as a whole against this. But there's a difference between compliance and conformance. And they do not have any right to, to require people to conform with laws and regulations that are not in line 
with our constitutional inalienable rights. Well said. And uh, there are people that are bringing up this uncomfortable truth. And that's the point we were making earlier. As Americans, of course, we're, we're not, we don't love liberty like we once did. And, and I think our government, especially on the state and local level, you're very fortunate that is the case now. But this is the kind of stuff that awakens it. And, um, and, and I think the citizens of a free country, as our caller said perfectly, have been very, very reasonable. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. go 10 minutes to the top of the hour phone troll time a long distance, uh, we'll go through this uh, 30 seconds of pop try to get a lot of you in i know that uh, some of you are stacked in there like cordwood so we'll start moving through these tony in alabama tony you got 30 seconds brother go right ahead you're on the rick and bubba show hey i just wanted to let scott know that i'm a small business owner also and i stand behind him 100 percent in his opposition to the draconian measures that have been put on him to uh, stop him from earning a living. And I challenge all small business owners and anyone that can do it, I'll put up $1,000 for Scott today to file any lawsuits or or pay any fines that he might inquire due to him opening up tomorrow. Oh, now now we're starting to... Mm Small business owners start saying, we're going to unite, baby. It's just so America. This is what America is all about, standing up against the man, or in this case, the woman. But you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, standing up against the tyranny. I wish that some of our folks at the very top of this would, uh, would look at this a little closer and maybe rethink some of it. Well, they need to because the way they're ushering it out now it makes no sense. Look, I'm available to be an advisor to any of the top-level government people. If you need somebody who actually has common sense, I'm available. We continue, 866-WE-BE-BIG-MATT in Alabama. 30 seconds. Go right ahead, Matt. Hey, guys. I'm, I'm really frustrated, like a lot of people. Whatever happened to the, the concept of personal responsibility and take responsibility for your own actions and your own risk in life, uh, you do it every day when you walk outside. Yeah. And you can do it now when you go in the store. If you want to wear a mask, great. Wear one. If you don't, no. Go on out there. You know, have at it. Um, it's your life. Make your decisions and live. That's an American. That's the American way. Yeah, and now, now people are going to counter that and say, but we do have a responsibility to protect other people from us getting them sick that may be susceptible and, and in that, uh, that, that less than 1%. Well, Rick, don't go out. Don't right. answer your door. But, that's but, personal responsibility, too. No, you're right. What I was saying is, but the people who are at risk, that's their responsibility for them not to be daredevils. We're doing the best we can do, but you can't say, well, one of the ways that nobody who, who might die will get sick is if barbershops don't operate. I mean, if you're and anybody, look, Rick, anybody that thinks we're wrong in this, stay at home. Yeah. Nobody's forcing you to go out. No, Nobody's no. forcing you to get your hair cut. Nobody's forcing you to go buy a car. Mm-mm. You, you, you have your personal right to stay home and not participate. That's fine. But don't infringe on some of these other folks. Look, if the hospitals had people lined up on the sidewalk with this, that they couldn't have, that they didn't have beds with them, you would have all of our sympathy and we would be working with you we were we were told this was to flatten the curve we have flattened the curve let us go that's the the bottom line
Rochelle and, and Montgomery, I-92, WLWI. Rochelle, go ahead. Hi, oh, yes. I'm a small business owner of Rochelle Salon, and we had we have been hit by this. And it's like when I went to go get an MRI done the other day, that person was just as close to me as I was to her. And we can play safe just as well as they can with limiting certain clients or particular clients one at a time per barber because my salon, we're six feet apart. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And there were lots of salons. Greg, you talked about our family member that runs one. They were saying, look, we were making just like restaurants are willing to do, make some adjustments on getting more room and how you bring the clients in and don't have many people sitting over sitting by each other waiting. We can do all that. Yeah. Stay till in we get the car until you're texted to come in. Yeah. You know. And they're saying, we can run just like the other businesses y'all allowed to open. Right. You know, and, and, the reason why restaurants and, and barbershops and salons being closed right now, in my opinion, is wrong. It, it, it should not be. Uh, we continue. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Let's go to Joy in Birmingham. Joy, go ahead. 30 seconds. Uh, yes, I wanted to mention that. Let's look at the cosmetic board, the state board. Most of the time, those are political uh, sure. appointments. Yeah. So I have a feeling probably most of those people – don't they've never been a cosmetologist or probably don't own any kind of business connected to it so that may be the governor said she was going to listen to them i think that may be part of the problem yeah i think i think if i was uh, in the cosmetology world cosmetology world at the end of all this i may take a long look at the cosmetology board and say i don't think y'all represented us very well y'all laid down well, I, look, I don't want to. I don't want to disagree uh, with you know getting everybody stoked, but I, I do think the people who are on the cosmetology board do have hair experience. I don't think it is just a random payback of political things. I I think there's uh, a lot of these boards. They get now they get people who obviously they know or they like or they support them. You know, I wouldn't expect them to go out and get somebody that hates their guts and put them on a board. No, of course not. Uh, none of us would do that. But I do think they have some area of expertise in that. I, I really do. And I don't know, but I'm just going to give I'm going to give the government the benefit of the doubt on that particular point, uh, but hold them accountable on the other facts that we absolutely know. Well, the facts stand on their own. You're right. You don't even really need the other the other things. Um, I would uh, maybe Rick, here, here's the they thing, might know I, the cosmetology board might know a lot about hair, but maybe they just don't know much about the Constitution. Well, here's the thing, too. Uh, like I said, I. Slightly. We're just we're just doing this because this is what we think. Okay, but, there is no study yeah, that no. says the mailroom is more dangerous than Home Depot. It no. doesn't exist. No, it doesn't exist. This is all on what I think. Yeah, okay? you're right. You're right. And I've had other yeah. people say that. They say if you tell me I can't open, and you say follow the science, then scientifically tell me why I can't open, but the other person can. You have to give me the science on that. And none of this right now is based on science. It's yeah, on give me a double blind test. Uh, you know, it was conducted over six months, and I may I may hear your argument. Shave and a haircut. And, but and it doesn't exist. Those of you that uh, are trying to open your salons, if you'd like to get a picture of Bubba's current hair and make a poster of it <laughs> and put out front saying, yeah. this is what happens when we can't op- open. Yeah, uh, this, this is this is the shame uh, that the pandemic has brought. <laughs> Bubba's hair should be the guy standing in front of the standing in front of the tank at to me. To, to, dang it, Tiananmen Square. I couldn't say Tiananmen Square. Dang it, I had such a good one too, and I rushed out. Yeah.
You know, Bubba's hair is Tiananmen Square. Yeah, and it, for for the hair salons. Well, uh, I mean, it, it is. Mac, Mac. This is this is uh, we, we're we're getting off the road, guys. I uh, listen. I love Law and Order. I'm a Law and Order guy. Y'all know that. But oh, sure. We're getting off the road here. And it's becoming more obvious every day, and it's disturbing my soul. Yeah, I think you can be a law and order person, but you 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 don't do that when then say suddenly I've be, I've become a I'm not a constitution person. I mean, no, it, yeah, no. yeah, come on, mm. it's I, I people think well you got to know the constitution. What, what you have to make sure is that the people in law and order are following the constitution. That's how it all works. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Christy. Christy, go ahead. Hey, I am a dental hygienist in Birmingham, and we were actually told yesterday by our dental board that we could actually start seeing patients again like normal, yep. working in patients' mouths and, you know, spraying yep. Yep. saliva all over the place, <laughs> Sure, and I can't even go get my hair done or my nails done. <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense. It if doesn't. you can get your teeth cleaned by a dental hygienist, if you can do that, you've got your gloves on, you've got your mask on. <laughs> Then the nail salon, by the way, these people, the way they're being treated, they've had masks and gloves on long before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Listen, let me ask you this. Who's got a burr under their saddle to get people cut hair? That's what I want to know. Well, in nail okay, salons. We're just, we're just trampling everything that we've said. If a, uh, The science, the constitution. Why are we out to get cosmetologists? Somebody if, help me. If a dental hygienist a can work, so can the nail salon, so can the haircut place. <laughs> So can the restaurant. Why are we trying to stomp out haircuts? I don't know. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Two conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America. Rick. Six minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba, uh, coming to you from the broadcast plaza and teleport and home studios all across the great state of Alabama. Stretch Armstrong, Rick and Bubba University student, uh, banging out his degree in common sense. Adler also working from his home studio at home. Uh, so is the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and we welcome back. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Bubs, welcome back, Bubba. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for bearing with us during uh, what is really our first ever pandemic. So uh, it's been an interesting few weeks, and <clears throat> we have some interesting days ahead. You okay, buddy? I choked up just you, thinking you, about yeah, it. Bubba, you told us earlier, you know, with part of the, the, the ones, the businesses are starting to open up. For some reason, our, our state government has an axe to grind with salons, barbershops, and nail salons, <laughs> and restaurants, which I, which I don't know why. And you said your dog has has actually been groomed, but you can't be groomed? Uh, yeah, and uh, I was going to show you our dog, but I had to run to the little boy's room during the break, and she escaped the broadcast closet. So, <laughs> oh, no, uh, she's she on is, the loose. Uh, she is running free through the house, no telling what she's doing uh, right now. Could be chewing up a pillow or peeing at the front door. I'm not sure. Yeah, and you oh, said wow. that, but you said y'all have the same color hair, so it would have been, been a perfect comparison. Yeah, if I can catch her here in a minute, I'll uh, I'll show you. But she uh, she looks great. I mean, she's she saw looking better. <laughs> yeah, she said <laughs> Oh, no, you didn't. Wait a minute. Well, the wonderful Will of Mead spinning. 
here in the Rick and Bubba studios. You see everybody in the Brady Bunch format celebrating that wonderful wheel. You're seeing it spin. Bubba's got his wheel there back behind him. Uh, but the wheel that counts is the one that Calvin Speedy Wilburn will now position himself near. Uh, and you can call us at 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll go uh, uh, as quickly as we can to give you as many shots as possible. It's brought to you by our friends at 1-800-Flowers.com. Don't forget Mom for Mother's Day. Go ahead and get that done now. Also, HarryAndDavid.com, known for their world-famous mouth-watering pears that Greg loved. But now they have delicious lean-cut meats that they also send directly to your meat, door. Meat, meat, That's the meat we'll be giving away. Moultrie's got stuff on the board. Rick and Bubba prizes are on the board. BuzzBox Coffee's on the board. Blaze TV a subscription on the board. And there's a few pitfalls there. Uh, as well, Bubba's, Can re- I spin today? Bubba's <laughs> ready to spin. Bubba's ready to spin. That looks hilarious, <laughs> by the way. If it was only lit, I wish you had a picture of it lit. But yeah, it, but it does look hilarious. Um, look all right, Speedy, are you in position? <laughs> yeah. all, right, all right, we got Speedy over in his position. In the wheel, in the wheel, me. All right, let's uh, let's go to Orlando, Florida, where David is standing by. David, what do you say to Calvin Speedy Wilburn? Wow, what a wheel! Uh, yeah. So is Disney World ever going to open again, David? What, what situation they in? Um, it don't look like it, boys. But yeah. hey, Bubba, get somebody a twenty dollars bill at Petco. They might hook you up. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. I saw Bubba wandering around Fourth Avenue with twenty dollars for a haircut. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Come on, baby. Oh, oh no, no, Pippin! Come on, right, man! Yeah, you got oh, me. You took David out right there in Central Florida. Orlando. By the way, will this can can Disney World ever open again? Ever? I mean, I mean, if you can't get a haircut, you can't go to Disney World. Uh, what, what, the Asians are going crazy. Greg, uh, we World. let's go to Alexander City. Jim is standing by. Jim, what do you say to Calvin Speedy Wilburn and Bubba at his home studio? <laughs> wow, what a freaking awesome wheel! Spinning, oh, yeah. yeah. Trumpy Bear loves it. And the truth, right there. All right, let's see. Look when I look at it. I can't tell if that's the back of your head or your dog. Right, here we go. All right, let's see here. I might get my hair hung in it. Uh, come on. Yeah, you right oh, there. Flowers, 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 flowers. Yeah, uh, Greg, I've picked up on something that you're going to own you. All right, let's oh, uh, let's go to Jim. Here we go. For Mother's Day coming up, you could send assorted roses, spring <laughs> lilies, or assorted tulips. Uh, send me some tulips. Some tulips it is. All right, be sure you be uh, tell uh, Stretch that when I put you on hold, okay? All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now I've got myself a little smoothie. All right, let's, uh, let's go to uh, Sean out of Real Town, Alabama. Sean, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Wow, what a wheel. Come on, Speedy. Oh, a little English, just a little move. Taking a little bit off, and let's see how she lands. Come on, will of me. Come on. Yeah, look at here. Yeah. T-shirt, T-shirt, T-shirt. Wear it, wear it. (laughs) You got any particular Rick and Bubba shirt you want there, uh, Sean? Uh. I don't know yet. Well, we've got Jesus loves you, and I'm trying. We've got common sense as a superpower. We've got can't have nothing. You know, we've got uh, various shirts you can try. We just got some logoed shirts and things like that. If you know, I'm going to put you on hold, and if you'll tell 
you know, stretch your size, the Rick and Bubba store will send you your Rick and Bubba T-shirt right to your house. All right, thank you. Thank you very much, and it will be put in a box with someone with a mask and gloves. Uh, we continue. Kentucky oh, has been in the news. Of, let, let's go to Travis. Travis in Kentucky, what do you say to Calvin Speedy Wilburn? Well, what a will. Trumpy Bear is spinning it. Go, Trumpy Bear. Trumpy Bear with the spin. All right, let's see if Travis in Kentucky that's got the new communist governor there. All right, let's see what happens. Come on, Travis. Oh, uh, looks like you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A pound of BuzzBox coffee coming your way, Travis. Uh, are you, you are you already a subscriber? Not yet. Well, you try this pound, you may be one. We'll put you on hold. Give, you. give us your information. We'll send it to you, okay? Okay, thank you. Thank you, brother. Let's go to Jen out of Florence, Alabama, listening to us on WLAY. Hey, Jen. Hey. All right, so, Jen, what do you say to Speedy? Wow, what a wheel. Reverse spin. Oh! Jen, you got a reverse spin. So, let's see... Let's see where this baby lands for Jen. Come on, will of me. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> what? I can't hear anything. <laughs> flowers, flowers, flowers. Smell it. Well, Jen, it looks like you're going to get some flowers. Uh, would you like to have spring lilies or assorted roses? Um, Let's do the... Spring lilies. All right, spring lilies it is. So be sure you tell Stretch that on hold and 1-800-Flowers.com. will send that right to you. One more, guys. One, One more. more. One spring more. Spring lilies. Uh, all right, let's go to Cherokee, Alabama. Where it's Todd. Todd is standing by. It's Todd. It's Todd. All right, Todd, what do you say? Wow, what a wow. Yeah. That was good. That's the energy we need there, Chad. Yeah, Chad. Let's go. 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 let us go the Rick and Bubba spatula, and we'll send that baby. When, hey, look, when you hold that in your hand, you're going to know that you mean business. So uh, we'll put you on hold, get all your information, and have it sent right to you, and I hope you'll enjoy it. Send us a picture of you using it, okay? Guys, I am so excited. I have tried every time this wheel of meat has spun. I have been dialing my fingers off. I am so excited. Boy, I tell you, well, you got your chance, and you made it count, my man. That a boy. You know what yeah. that – Thank you. Yeah, thank so you. Much. Yeah, Todd. You know what he did, Bubba? You know how you always yeah, tell Todd. you, you tell anybody who yeah, said, "Look, they just won't let me. They, they, they won't give me a chance." You know what we say? Whenever you get your chance, make it count. And make it count, that, 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 yeah, that. Make it count. By the way, watching the different things y'all do in Brady Bunch format is is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> uh, I watched all your little moves, and it is really, really funny. Yeah, Todd. Yeah, Todd. Congratulations, Todd. And to all of our winners on the wonderful Will of Meat, she's put up for another week. Put her back up. Put her back up. You can't beat it. You can't beat it. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another Rick and Bubba, Rick 
without him, brother. All right, we're back. It is 21 minutes past the hour. Congratulations to all of our winners today uh, and the wonderful Will of Meat. So, Bubba, we've been talking about, you know, pandemic. Now we're moving into how does the economy uh, reopen? We have business people that are screaming the word arbitrary. Uh, don't understand why we can't open. When you let other people open, we can follow the same stuff. And one of those things uh, that uh, everyone is trying to figure out is why in the world you can't go get a haircut or, or a shave or whatever when you can now get your teeth cleaned, uh, you can get your, your automobile service, you can do physical therapy, you can go into all sorts of box stores, you can now go into retail stores, uh, of course, restaurants where we are still closed. I don't think they should be, but they are. But you can't get a haircut, and 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 you know, there's sometimes you have to have these wake up calls, and I think one of our wake up calls has to be what's happening to Bubba's hair, uh, and the example he's about to share with us now concerning his dog who has the same color hair as Bubba, and you you have your dog yeah. there in your studio. Look at her. So Bubba, no dancing, no dancing. dancing. How did your dog get a haircut and you can't get one? Well, Rick, I'd rather not go into that detail, but uh, I would say this: that Hmm. uh, look at these two. Who looks like they're in better shape, me or this? This right, the colors are right here. The colors are the same, but but she definitely has a better hairdo than you. Well, I mean, but I I know it's not some rogue. I mean, we've got grooming services that are operating. I mean, they're not they're not rogue. I mean, you can say if you went to Coach Pearl's place. I mean, right? Maybe they carried her to our favorite grooming place in Pensacola. (laughs) (laughs) But is it sad that? Is it sad that your dog has a haircut and you can't get one? It, it, it's if you look at me, it's sad. It, yeah, I don't even. I can't even describe what's going on with your hair now. It, it's it's taken enough of this. It's taken on a life of its own. Wow, she. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Greg, your yeah, your your hair. We don't know what it's doing. It's yeah, not it's, good. I'll tell you that. Houndsy, what it is doing is Houndsy's just getting his sheared. You know, there on the deck. His <laughs> wife's handling that. He's fine. Uh, yeah, bi-weekly. Yeah, he's hitting the widow peak every other cut. Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> yeah. But the that's flat top. The flat top you gave the widow's peak looks like it's getting a little uh, stringy there. You might have to cut it again. It is. It's getting when you look frayed. down, it looks like it's getting a little frayed. Mm-hmm. But see, this, this is the beauty. This is because you had a clean cut the other day. I mean, you could measure a board with that. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, but see, this is the the beauty of picking. The same haircut that the students have to pick when there's a lice outbreak at school. You know, this is this and this is the beauty of it. It's easy to maintain, isn't it? You don't care where those uh, barbershop opens or not, do you? No, and and y'all, look, here's the deal. This is a good look for me. Y'all have never seen me with long hair. This, hey, I'm fine in this compared to the way I look. Really? I wish you'd grow it out. Yeah. Yes. Do, do you have like fine. that? You have like real thick, wiry hair. Yes, real thick and real wiry. Yeah. You got to keep it under yeah. control. Can I mention? Be thick? glad. It's real thick. Did you? Uh, did you? Uh, you have mop hair like I got. Have you ever had a, another hairstyle other than that one, Hems? Oh yeah, I I had mine long and really uh, not long like in the back, but like in my eyes long. You know, sure. like I thought I was sharp. Back oh, in the day. buddy, I I could, you couldn't have been cooler. Sure. Yeah. So you know, I, I hey, this, this right here, this move. 
Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. The flip. This is one of these. I was doing the flip before the flip even existed. Greg, mm-hmm. Greg, I, I hate to go back. How you like that one, Rick? Greg, I'm looking at Bubba right now, and I went, "Your your thing you said that day, and I guess we don't need to say it again." I know, but I know. It, but it, all hey, over. hey, but yeah. it stands. Mm-hmm. It stands. <laughs> that right there is it. That's it. Yeah. I mean, there's Why like. Why are you making fun of my? Hey, there's Greg almost Burgess. there's almost no difference, Greg. It's almost yeah. like no difference. <laughs> I mean, uh, what, did, what, did y'all, what did y'all say about me? Because I didn't know. Uh, what is it? No, no, Greg said it one day, and you heard I it. Can't. You've just forgotten it. And it's not the one I said. It, it, it's it's the other it's one. It's not bad. I mean, well, are they you, listening? You don't think this is bad right here? I'm going to no, say it. Good, I'm going to say <laughs> it. <laughs> gonna, I'm going to say it. When I have bang, Greg, don't you think I should say it? Yeah. I don't know if you I know you want me to say it. But you are now wearing... There you go. Same color, same everything. There's very few things that are different. You are now wearing the same hairstyle as our Aunt Margaret. <laughs> she may have had a better mustache. We're, we're, we're going to find out today, Greg, whether Mom's watching on YouTube because we're, we're going we're to get in trouble for that one. You know what? I'm out of it this no, time. No, you're not. You're the, you're the one who brought it up. You're the one who brought it up. Rick broadcast it, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, my. And there's nothing. I mean, it's good look. I it mean, is. Oh, this is part of Root yeah, Trash. He comes out with a compliment. Look, I mean, it's a good look. I mean. Sometimes you're, you're, you know, a lot of women start going with shorter haircuts. And, mm-hmm. They do. And, and it's like Bubba's hair has gotten long. Her hair is it's short. And they've kind of met at the same place. Yeah. They have. Mm-hmm. Same color. <laughs> yep. And <laughs> look, look at him. Yeah, I tell you one thing, he fixed it back real quick. Yeah, you know, what I mean? no, you, you it well, well, no, 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 you don't do that. Try to part it the other way, Bubba. Yeah, what's happened, Bubba, is like you know, your hair, you know, it looks like it's got a snowy top, and it's like you're having some fall off the side, like an avalanche. Yeah, you know, yeah. and and and. and, and, and <laughs> He's starting to look a little bit like the, the prime minister of the UK. What's his name? But I th- doesn't Bernie have this haircut too? Uh, his is more yeah. frayed. Yeah, his wow. is more frayed. Yeah. You know, you me- messed up is this right really in, so just get mm-hmm. it on top of your head and just mess it up. Yeah. I mean just oh, that's perfect. Yeah. There you oh, go. You're hip now. And see, Adler, this is a good time that <laughs> I you want to New York to vote because the delegate count is important. When it comes to the platforms of the committee and the party. <laughs> Adler, it was a good time for you to pick, you know, 70s hippie. Yeah. So, you know, so yeah. that's, uh, that's it. You know, Guys, it, this, is, this is getting ridiculous. I haven't, with this lockdown, I haven't been able to get a haircut in like three years. <laughs> you know, that, years. Look at that. Got him. that is cousin. Please. It. Thank you for joining us. Look at that. Why don't you right go back there. to the age of Aquarius? Uh, but the uh, oh, wow. it's like, awesome. It's Look at that! It. Yeah, that's 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 crazy. Wow. So, so what is that, Adler? Adler, is that three? Is that three years growth? Yeah, it's right about uh, right about three years now, I guess. Yeah. Um, keeping it going, guys. Keeping the streak you, alive. You have longer <laughs> hair than your wife does. Yeah. I think I do. Yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at my beautiful wife right now, and I do have longer hair than she does. I'm sorry, Angel. <laughs> And you have a beard, <laughs> and, you, and you have a beard. But the uh, yeah, it's uh, you know you're somebody's Greg, my dad. My wife now. doesn't have a beard. My wife does not have a beard. <laughs> I, I did not say she did. No, we did not say you watch have your a mouth. Beard. You watch your mouth. You watch your mouth. <laughs> How's she doing? Seriously, right. how's she, she doing? She okay? My, the wife, the wife is doing amazingly well. We are uh, <laughs> we're getting better and better at this whole 
this whole thing. We're trying to, I mean, it's turned into a military operation. Oh, you yeah. know, she, she feeds and I, I change diapers and then she puts on a onesie and then I swaddle her up and it's, it's good. We're like the post office. It's moving through tubes here, guys. It's great. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, if you really want to be a compliment though, you're more like FedEx. But the, uh, yes. you know, yes. but the, but I, but I, but I know what you mean. I'm just, <laughs> I was talking to somebody yesterday that said they were trying to mail something internationally and they made a mistake of trying to use the post office mm. versus FedEx or UPS. And they said, eh. Yeah, got in there and found out they wanted to print out a lot of stuff at home and fill it out before we ever got there. They're like, so you don't have it here? You don't have anything here? We can fill in. Thought y'all might have the paperwork for it here. Post office and all. Uh, where, where I got my box. <laughs> right, bottom of the hour. We'll be back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We'll get to more of your phone calls coming in and any stories that we miss as the Rick and Bubba show rolls on. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Here we go, 35 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba Show, MyPillow.com, proud to bring you the Rick and Bubba Show. And you can go there and you can see all the incredible products that are available and, of course, the the great job that Mike Lindell and his uh, company did to kind of stay on top of what was uh, going on with our country when we were in our time of need. And uh, they still, though, continue to crank out those incredible American-made products. And if you haven't, uh, got any of the products at mypillow.com at uh, mypillow.com it's time to do that and I'll tell you why because they've got the radio specials link which you go there and there's some really really incredible savings available use the promo code bubba you can have access to that including a buy one get one free on their world famous pillow but also all kinds of savings on the mattress topper or even a dog bed if you're looking for that I know Bubba's kind of got Gracie's kind of got her eye on one of those and and you can go there they've got the Giza dream sheets they've got the washcloths and the towels and and uh, there's just all kinds of products the body pillow is another one uh, and there's some great savings available so go to mypillow.com take the promo code promo promo code Bubba there and just let the savings begin take advantage of what's there um, all right, so as uh, we make our way back, I know we have some some other things to discuss. Can um, I update one story yeah, right quick, sure. Rick? Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking a minute ago about the uh, cosmetology board for the state, and we had somebody call in and said, well, it's probably a bunch of political payoffs. Nobody ever, you know, been in a, done this or done that. And uh, somebody had sent us some email on this. And it appears uh, that uh, the board is actually made up of two cosmetologists who have been licensed for five years before their appointment, two class two barbers who've been practicing in the state for at least five years, one anesthetician who had been licensed by the board for at least five years, and one manicurist who had been licensed uh, for the, at least five years, and one consumer. So they cover the entire thing. And the reason I want to say that, I don't want to get to the point where we're just making crazy accusations and piling on where it's not true. They, the, the cosmetology board for our state are made up of people who have done this for a period of time. Now, in all fairness, we need to hold the government accountable where we need to and not get off in the weeds. So I just wanted to clarify that. Well, and I want to be clear, too, to add to that, there needs to be, and if I was on the cosmetology board, I would say this. It doesn't help, though, when the governor says in her speech, 
Well, I'm just following with the I'm following the suggestions of the cosmetology board. Well, then if you're a person that's not been able to open and you don't understand why you can't open, you are saying, well, aren't those the people that speak for us? And you would want to know what they were saying, mm-hmm. uh, you, because you're not getting open. Mm-mm. So you would you would say if she says she's talking to them, and that's part of why she's not letting us open. Then let's find out what they're saying. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's fair, yeah. Yeah. no matter where they came from. Uh, so anyway, and maybe she just did that trying to be sharp and, yeah. and, and put them, you know, and had people go, wait a minute, what'd you, what'd she say? Uh, I don't know. I don't know whether she's really talked to the cosmetology board or not, but she said she did. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, other stories to cover today. Uh, this Michael Flynn thing, Yeah. Uh, this, this goes back into the, you know, Michael Flynn, it, it, the more everyone's looking at this, it's obvious he was targeted and destroyed, but even if he's vindicated, how do we give Michael Flynn's life back to him? <laughs> Well, it's going to be tough. And what you're talking about, uh, his prosecution has been controversial. Yeah. Uh, it was said to be political. Uh, he was prosecuted. And now, uh, under a lawsuit, the, the information concerning his prosecution has been uh, unsealed. And the, point, the evidence that everyone is really astounded at today are handwritten notes from the agents who were investigating him and the fact that they were making notes about how to trap him in their conversation with him so it would appear that he lied to them. Uh, clearly a setup. I'm, I'm shocked that these agents would go to this length to try to get to him. I have a lot of respect for the FBI. We know people who work for them. They're, they're, they're top-notch folks. But in this case, it's very clear. If you read their handwritten notes, Rick, I know. They, were, they were trying to get him to answer a question in a different way. Yep. And once you do that, you have lied to a federal officer and they can prosecute you. And they did. And this, this is very disturbing and it should be for every American, uh, no matter where you are on the political spectrum, um, where you live, uh, social, economic, whatever, that this went on. And it, it's very disturbing to, to me. Yeah, I don't know anything about the kind of human being that Michael Flynn is or isn't, no. and I'm certainly not some Michael Flynn, uh, you know, a supporter or defender. But these notes say what they say, and no matter who it is, and this is the thing that we have to continue to be sure we keep uh, the government in check and its agencies as well, because these agencies, uh, that's how you, that's our, that's our easiest form of tyranny, is any said president or administration using government agencies to destroy you if they want to, whether that be the IRS, the environmental bunch, you know, they've been used to destroy people, the FBI, the CIA. And in this case, you do see, to Bubba's point, clearly, as a matter of fact, a constitutional law professor, Jonathan Turley, called these documents and the implications in them chilling. And uh, you see them writing notes saying, hey, if we can get him to admit to breaking the Logan Act, Given facts to the uh, you know the Department of Justice and have them decide, hey, why don't we get him to say this? If we can get him to say this, this means we can we can catch him and say that he was actually lying. And it's clear what it also says. Listen to this in the notes. It's clear they even say what is our goal? Question mark. Truth slash admission to get him to lie so we can prosecute him or get him fired. It says it says it right there in their notes. And call me by the way is in the middle of all this again. Yep. yep. I mean, they're handwritten notes about how they were going to conduct this. 
Look, we want law enforcement to get bad guys. We want them to do it within the, the frames of the Constitution. We want them to gather evidence and carry it to court uh, where we have due process and the guilty will be found guilty and the innocent will be set free. I mean, but this is this is a total uh, rig. This this is just scary. I mean, it's it just is. ridiculous. It is. And, you know, what this does, you know, when you try to calm the conspiracy people out there, this didn't help. No, it doesn't. Uh, yeah. It doesn't. And those of us that try to stay, you know, with some sanity out here in the middle, uh, it doesn't help us either, quite frankly. Uh, and then you get into trying to figure out the inconsistencies of all these things when they become political, including Alyssa Milano. Hmm. Uh, Alyssa Milano with Joe Biden is just getting uh, it's it, the Me Too. The hashtag Me Too movement is is losing their credibility by the day. Because they're giving Joe Biden a pass, and they're saying things about Joe Biden that they did not afford to the others, especially Kavanaugh. They have done a complete 180 with Kavanaugh. All the women must be heard. This woman needs to be considered telling the truth unless proved otherwise. He, he is guilty on arrival, and he has to prove he's not guilty. Now, with Joe Biden, they're saying, well, now, look, he has a right to defend himself, and we need to hear his side of the story and be sure this isn't politically motivated uh, to try to destroy him. And it's now the woman who is bringing the accusation against him, who by all appearances seems to be a Democrat, uh, they're, they're now uh, getting Alyssa Milano, you know, who was already – I don't know how she got involved in the Kavanaugh thing. And I yeah, remember her sitting yes, behind the uh, attorneys? Yes. I mean, she yep. was all up in it, Rick. I mean, all up in it. So she wrote an op-ed yesterday attempting to explain her ongoing support for former Vice President Joe Biden despite the developments in the sexual assault allegation uh, from one of his former staffers, Tara Reid. Uh, and it's a piece titled Living in the Gray as a Woman – uh, she wrote that there are some instances that are obvious. Mm-hmm. Weinstein, uh, Supreme, Court, uh, Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. She wants to make sure we know that. She <laughs> no, wrote, it wasn't obvious. It wasn't she, obvious. She wrote Kavanaugh's actions told consistently over decades by his victim and supported by her polygraph results were clearly wrong. He denied the allegations. And, uh, and then she goes on to say uh, there's a concern that advocates start to see things as black and white, except it's not always so easy. And living in the gray areas is something we're trying to figure out in the whole world of social media. But here's something social media doesn't afford us, and that's nuance. The world is gray, and as uncomfortable as that makes people, gray is where the real change happens. Black and white is easy. Gray is the place women can come together out of the glare of the uh, uh, election and speak our truths, our doubts, our hopes, our convictions, and test them against the light and the dark. Anybody want to translate that? What the... Look, she's smoking pot or something, Rick. That's the only thing that makes any sense. Look, she was on Kavanaugh like white on rice over the allegations of Dr. Ford, one woman, and Dr. Ford came and testified and gave this uh, very emotional testimony, and she said other people would collaborate her story. Well, guess what? They would not collaborate her story. No one that she listed would collaborate her story, okay? Right. So that you can't say that about Kavanaugh. And then you go over to Biden, who uh, I believe the, the young lady's name is Tara Reed. Is correct. it Reed with an E? Yeah. Correct. Uh, and and you know who provided some of the, the most damaging evidence is CNN, because it wasn't it her mom that called one yep. of the talk shows yep. and said Larry that King. she'd been abused by her Larry King, boss yep. in the Senate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Larry King. Yeah. But, but I'm saying she. And, and other people have said that she told them this. 
when it happened. Uh, and I'll, and that look, if you want to support Joe during that and it, that doesn't matter to you, that's fine. That's your choice. But don't don't say that it doesn't matter with Joe when there are collaborating witnesses and say it does matter with Judge Kavanaugh when there were no collaborating witnesses. Yeah, when you, that, that's the point. I don't even know whether Joe Biden's guilty of anything, but I didn't know whether Kavanaugh was either. Uh, if you want to treat them both the same, fine. But what she's really doing this op-ed is saying we're allowed to get in gray areas. Because if one of those people had come forward and supported Dr. Ford and said, she came back, she told me about this. If you remember, her details were very gray about where she was dropped off, how she yeah, got there, yeah, how she, she got back. She had her Not deck. one person supported her. If they had, Judge Kavanaugh would not have been appointed. Right. Yeah, just one. So what uh, Alyssa means is I'm allowed to change my mind based on my political leanings. Yep. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. we go eight minutes to the top and here come the calls lines are available a stretch will get to them at 866 we be big at 30 seconds a pop there's lines available right now a story that we do need to hit as we wrap up this hour the ncaa uh has um their, their top governing body uh, said wednesday that they support a proposal to allow college athletes to sign endorsement contracts and receive payment for other work provided that the schools they attend are not involved in any of the payments, that you can start doing endorsement deals as long as it's between the company and you and the and the college is not involved. Yeah, that'll be that'll be one big shady area. Who <laughs> <laughs> let the dogs out? That, that will, that'll be a doozy. There's your doozy right there. By the way, New York and what they're doing with their dad still is bizarro with Woo. Comrade de Blasio. Cops discover up to 100 bodies decomposing in a U-Haul truck outside a Brooklyn funeral home after neighbors complained they could smell death and that the corpses had been mounting up for weeks. So um, uh, that's yeah. – uh, we, we, we got it. Hey, we got to do better than that. Mm, we, 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 have, we have got to do better than that. Good gracious. To the, uh, to the phones we go. Uh, we'll start in the great state of Alabama. I'm sorry, I, due to a software issue, I cannot see your name on the board. Uh, calling from Alabama about tipping. Tommy. All right, Tommy, go ahead. There it is. Hey, guys. How you all doing this morning? Good, good. Great. Hey, uh, two quick things. Uh, the other day, frustrated Bubba, who went on a rant for about two or three segments. That was classic. We need more of that. Yes. And then number two, um, with everything that's going on right now with uh, with – just food lines and like you just said body stacking up in trailers at what point do you think the tipping point of the people is we're not going to take this anymore and and people are going to start taking actions into their own hands in a violent manner well i hope it doesn't get violent and i think we need and i hope we're a long yeah, way you, you won't accomplish anything with that but but i do think now there was a day our founding fathers it would have already happened it would have happened three weeks ago Okay, so we're not like them. We've fallen away. We accept big government more than they would. We accept tyranny more than they would. We'll give up a civil a civil liberty before they would. But we still have that DNA in us. So I do believe there is a tipping point, and I certainly don't mean for it to get violent, and nor do I condone or promote for it to get violent. But I do think you're going to see things like what we talked about on the show earlier, people who say, I'm opening my business, people saying, I'm going to get my hair cut, I'm going to the nail salon. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. 
you are going to start seeing that. And I think really that tipping point is upon us. Uh, Rick, a lot of the businesses that are supposed to be closed are already open. Right. We, we know that. And I think everybody knows that. Yep. Uh, we continue. Let's go to, uh, David in the great state of Alabama. David, go ahead. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba show. Hey, thanks. Sure. Uh, first time caller, long term listener. Thanks for the call, buddy. Thank you, sir. Uh, I have a pretty, what I would think to be a very obvious uh, dilemma. If you're going out to Burger King or uh, the, the gas station, you're on a road trip. Why the restaurant? I mean, the the restrooms closed to be able to wash your hands, which is that's the number one thing you're supposed to be doing during this pandemic. Yeah, my my wife brought that up the other day because you know she's like me. She's tired of being treated like she's a child. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, so we have a park that she goes and runs and, and walks. And she said, and then they allow you to go to the park and they allow you to do the distancing because there is plenty of room, but they've shut all the restrooms. So, but then they tell us to be sure we keep our hands washed at all times. Uh, and so there was a time that you could be out here at the park doing your run or walk, go in there, use the restroom, you know, and wash your hands. And now they've shut the ability to wash your hands. Uh, and you know you have to bring your own you know stuff in the car or what like that. But she said, "Why can't I go to the bathroom? I'm a grown woman. You think Rick, I can't? If you're, you if think you're I can't going, social distance and go to the restroom and come back out and, and clean things up and all that? But uh, yeah, if your goal is to uh, get rid of germs, I don't know that there's any part of a public restroom that fits that mold. Correct. Let it let it rip. You know, let everybody go in there, take their hand sanitizer, use it in there." Use the restroom, go, clean off the toilet seat if they want to, whatever. You're you're better to spit in your hand. We continue. Uh let's go to uh Jake in Gardendale listening to ZZK. Jake, go ahead. Um, I cook spiral dogs on the grill, my first time on the grill. You cook spiral dogs, big Jake? Yes, we watched your video. My mom's gonna send the pictures to you. Oh good. I want I wanna see it. Yeah, send them. I, I wanna see were they good? Did you like them? Yes, sir. What's my shit on the top? Yeah, that's way to go. Oh, yeah. Well, I would open up Rick Spiral Dogs, but the state won't let me. All right. Thank, yeah. thank, thanks a lot. Uh, that's Perfect. great, Jake. Proud of you, buddy. Uh, let's go to Eric in Destin, Florida. Eric, go ahead. 30 seconds. I just wanted to – the distinction between Kavanaugh and Biden, is, it's really easy to understand from Milano's standpoint. And, you know, Kavanaugh is not a fan of Roe v. Wade, and Joe Biden has it on his business card. So – yeah, it, but to me, it boils down to that. I, I wonder. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I wonder, yeah. and maybe this has happened. Has the Pope or the Catholic Church ever spoke to the fact that Joe Biden remains to claim he's a Catholic while now being pro-choice what? and believes on abortion on demand? Wasn't there a priest not too long ago that denied him communion? Yeah, I think yes. you're right. You know what? You're I think right. It may have happened yeah. in South Carolina. And how about this? Good for him. Uh, that's good. Uh, we continue. Beth in Birmingham. ZZK, go ahead. Hey guys. Hey Beth. I want to tell you something. I cannot believe. Oh no, Beth. Oh, we lost Beth. Beth, we lost your call. I thought it was a dramatic pause. I did did too. I I thought she was about to squall. I thought she was about to talk about Rick hairstylist. She probably somebody's out of work. Sound like she was about to squall. Beth, call back. Call back. Did y'all not feel the squall coming? You better Uh hurry. Yeah, I, I wanted to hear what she had to say. Justin Monroeville, go ahead. Hey, got a question. I was listening to yesterday's show last night, and the Beth Mullen, I always love when you do that. Is there any chance of getting her on the show and you guys doing an interview where you're doing her voice, just like you do with 
with Gary sometimes. Yes, that that's probably not no. That, that there's probably no chance. It's negative. But, I, but I'm zero. also like, probably not. I, I won't, she wouldn't I, come. I, she wouldn't come within a hundred yards. Of I won't. I want Speedy to try it though. I want the request to come in. You do. Yeah, I, I definitely do. <laughs> yeah, Rick start doing his impression of her. Her having hey, no ideas. Ah, <laughs> uh, Mama, welcome to Rick and Bubba. <laughs> Knock back a mimosa. Hey, we worry about the season coming up there, girl? Okay. Yeah, what's Rocky doing? Where's Rocky? All right. If you're leaving us, have a big day, and uh, hopefully, Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow. If you got more Rick and Bubba the way you consume that content today, then stick around. If you need all the information about Rick and Bubba, always go to the Rick and Bubba website, rickandbubba.com. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.